So open your Bibles to Psalms 107 again this morning. Ja tee taaskord lahti oma Bibel laulud Raamatus 107. laulust. 107. Laulud 107. And this is the eighth part of Jesus is our healer. Ja see on kaheksas osa seerias. Or our healer. Jeesus on meie tervendaja. It's our healer is the title, ja I guess. Tiitel on meie, muidugi jah, nimi on meie tervendaja, aga Jeesus on meie tervendaja. Jesus is our healer. Jeesus on meie tervendaja. Amen. He Amen. is the one who is provided for his people. Tema on see, kes on arusun oma rahvast. And, and uh, it's the name of Jesus that provides the power ja of God. Jeesus nimi, mis avaldab Jumala pääselest. And it's by the authority of Jesus ja see on läbi Jeesuse meelevalla that we can overcome sickness and disease in our bodies. And we can know that healing belongs to us as children of God. And we need to receive what he has done by faith. And then we need to know and we need to, to hear and know what belongs to us. And when we get it on the inside, when it becomes reality, that is when we can stand in faith. That is when we could reach out in, in, to, to what he has provided. And we could receive health and healing that comes in the name of Jesus. But we need to get to a point that we are fully persuaded that he is our healer. That we are fully persuaded that he has already done everything he needs to do for us to be well. And that by his wounds you were healed. And if you were healed that means that you are healed. Amen. Amen. He paid that price on the cross for you. And so I want us to, to believe him for that. I want you to know what you have available to you. And we can create an atmosphere in this place for God to do miracles. When we come together, I, I desire and I want us to have an expectation for God to move. And I believe we will see the hand of God in these last days do great things. And we will see people's bodies miraculously healed. Because of the power in the name of Jesus. But we see here in Psalms 107 and verse 19. Lord help us they cried in their trouble and he saved them from their distress and so they called out to God they asked him for help and in verse 20 he sent out his word and he healed them snatching them from the door of death he sent his word and he healed them and verse 22 and it says in let, uh, verse, I'm sorry 21 
Let them praise the Lord for his great love and for the wonderful things that he has done for them. And let them offer thank, sacrifice of thanksgiving and sing joyfully about his glorious acts. So God sent his word to heal them. And we know that Jesus was the word. And so God has sent Jesus to heal us. The word became flesh to show us the Father. To show us the will of the Father in heaven for each and every one. And through his word the Bible today we still have this healing power available to us that's why we have taken eight weeks to to just talk about uh, his, his, his healing power that's available. And it's, you know, it is a powerful thing to know God's word. Because there is power in the word of God. And, and the most powerful way for you to really hear the word is to, when you say it with your own mouth. And so I don't, I don't want you just to hear me say it. I want you to take these promises and take these scriptures and I want you to speak these things over yourself. And it is, it is a powerful thing to speak the word. We've, we've seen in the life of Jesus when he would come across sickness and disease most of the time he would just speak to it. Jesus who was the word he would just speak a word and he would command sickness and disease to go and it would go. And today we can command sickness and disease when it tries to attack us. And we could just say in the name of Jesus you have to go. And so we, you know, we have a role when it comes to receiving healing from God. It's not just about what God wants to do or doesn't want to do. But we need to be learning and we need to be feeding on Bible truths. And the Bible says when we do that, that the word of God becomes like medicine to us. It becomes medicine to our bodies. And the word of God is like a catalog of everything that's available to us. And as you read through there and as you see what Jesus has given we just say okay that is what I believe you for Father and we, we study the Bible and we get it into our heart and the Bible tells us when, our, when the word is in our spirit our spirit is strong 
if the word is in our spirit, our spirit is strong. And a strong and, and, and healthy spirit will cause your body to be strong and healthy. What is on the inside will show up on the outside. And it's that way with all of the blessings of God. What he gives to you will show up. But first we receive it by faith. And then we will see the reality of that in our lives. And so a strong and healthy spirit will strengthen you. But as we have seen, we don't want to just hear about God. We just don't want to know about him. We want to hear from him. I want to know that God is speaking to me. I want you to know that God is speaking to you. And as you read the Bible, you don't read this like a story about somebody else. I want you to read the Bible like God's love letter to you. How many know when you've received a love letter before in your life, you'll go back to it and read it a couple of times? You know, it's, it's not something that you just read and say, okay, toss it out. But we like to read something that was written for us in love. And I want you to read the Bible that way. That you'll go back and you'll say, look at what you've done for us because of your love. And I believe you did this for me. You, you paid a price for me. You sent your word to heal me. And so it's, it's through our obedience. It's through taking those steps of faith. That we put ourselves in a position to receive the healing power of God supernaturally. And we need to submit to God. You know, part of part of, of taking our authority in the name of Jesus is to submit under God's authority. Uh, part of our taking our authority in Jesus. Right? We got to submit to God. Because we don't have authority in ourselves. I can't show up and say, listen, and, and because I'm here, everything's going to be okay now. No, I got to know that because God's here, everything's going to be okay now. Right? Because we're submitting to him. Because in yourself, you're nothing. But with him, we can do all things. We have all things. And so submit to God. And, and he will make you strong. So that you can resist the devil. So that you could resist sickness and disease. And this is the key for you. God, I stand here not in my power, but in your power. And sickness and disease has to, has to go. And this is, the, this is the power that we have from, from Jesus. And it's through obedience that we open up that door. But you need to know that God is really, he's looking at your heart, not just your actions. 
Amen. Amen. No, lots of people could do the actions. Palju tinimese võivad ju näiliselt teha palju asju. But God sees your heart. God sees what's really in you. Jumal on see, kes näeb sinu südant ja seda, mida sa tõeliselt teed. God sees the reason that you're doing it. Jumal näeb, mis on see põhjus, miks sa midagi teed. God sees your love for him or not. Jumal näeb sinu armastus tema vastu või siis mitte. God sees if this is an act of faith or if you're just doing it because Lona did it. <laughs> Jumal ju näeb, et kas sa teed asja sellepärast, et sa ususastusid välja või sellepärast, et kule, et Lona tegi nii, siis ma teen ka nii. God knows your heart. Jumal teab, mis südamega sa asju teed. And, and your heart is really the most important thing to God. Ja sinu südam tegelikult kõige olulisem asja Jumalale. And this is just like a little advertisement for Wednesday night. Ja see on lihtsalt nagu väikene reklaam nagu kolmapäeva õhtu jaoks. Be here Wednesday night. Tule siia kolmapäeva õhtul. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about the, the heart and how important that is. Me räägime, räägime kolmapäeval südamest ja südamhoiakutest ja kui oluline see on. And if you can't be here, I encourage you to go online and listen to it. Ja kui sa ei saa kolmapäeval tulla, siis but God looks at the heart. But just because God has given healing, just the fact that God has given healing for all it doesn't mean that it's going to be easy for you to receive it. Uh, it you know, walking in, in the blessings of God is never easy. Amen. We might think the bless, part of the blessing of God is peace. How many know it's not easy to walk in peace every day? Because there's people around us and there's situations that are going on. It's not easy. But it's available. Right? You could have peace in the worst situation of your life. Listen, in the worst situations of my life, I have found a place of peace. And it was found in Christ. I had my faith in Him. But it wasn't easy. I had to fight for it. And it's the same thing with healing. You know, every time we start to believe God and, and, and we know that healing belongs to us. And as soon as we, we realize what God has given through Jesus Christ. And then we go to take it. Satan is going to be standing right there saying, ah, no, I don't think so. And he's going to try to block you from receiving your blessing. And you may think, what, is he going to stand there with a you know, red suit and a fitch? The pitchfork. And Got horns coming out of his head. Don't take, don't take healing. No, if it was that, it would be easy, wouldn't it? I would just say, you red devil, get out of here. No, but he doesn't show up with, with you know, looking like a devil. But he's going to show up in your thoughts, won't he? Who are you to think that you could receive healing? You don't have faith. You know, you're just a simple Estonian. You don't know nothing about the Bible. 
on eestlane ja sina sina ei saa midagi biibliast. You haven't gone to Bible school? Ai ole biibli koolis kunaga käinud. All right, pastor said it. Sure, pastor. Ja no, pastor rääkis selles. Ja no muidugi pastoril võib muidugi tervis olla. Sina ei ole ju kellegi pastor. Who are you? Ja kes sina oled? You know, and that doubt and that fear enters in that well maybe maybe I won't. Isa hirmi ja kahtlused tulevad ja sa hakkadki mõtlema, et aga mis siis kui ma ei saagi terveks? Maybe I will not be healed. Võib olla mind ei tehtagi terveks. Maybe Jesus hasn't provided for me like that. Võib-olla Jeesus ei ole mind niimoodi varustanud. And that's how Satan is going to try to block you ja from the blessing. Ja seda siis Saatan üritab kisin blokkida Jumalanistusest. And we just need to say no. Jesus provided this. You can't keep this from me. I've been redeemed by Jesus. And so fear go. Doubt go. I'm going to believe my God is above everything. And that is when you begin to walk in what belongs to you. When you know it. In your heart. Until you know it in your heart, you will not see it in your reality. But as we said last week, the devil, he's going to hang on until he knows for sure that you know for sure. And so we just need to, to get past that. And use your faith to receive from God. Speak to your body. Confess the word over yourself. Jesus is your healer. And you just need to believe God for that every day of your life. And Christ the healer, uh, there, there's nothing that's impossible for him. It doesn't matter how bad the report is from the doctor. He's our healer. It's already been paid for. You can trust and believe God for that. Amen. Amen. And Psalms 103. I want to read the first three verses of, of this uh, passage. It says, Praise the Lord, all my soul, and all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all our sins and he heals all our diseases. He forgives all and he heals And the same power that saves us Heals us. He, he paid for it at the same time on the same cross. And I believe that even when we are old, that we will feel healthy. Amen. Amen. My grandpa has just turned 93 years old. And his body might be slowing down. It takes him a long time to get from here to there. But he sharpened his mind. And he feels good. When I'm 94, I want to be doing that. 
Kui mina näeksin kolm, siis ma tahan selline olla. I want to be I want to be moving around and cracking jokes and making people smile. Ma tahan liikuda ringi ja visata nalja ja ja panna inimesi naarema. And one thing he does, he takes every opportunity to sit down and talk to somebody about his Jesus. Üks asi, mida teeb on see, et ta võtab iga võimalusest, igast võimalusest kinni, et kellegi kellegi kiistuda maha ja rääkida talle Jeesusest. You, you ask him the question, what is your secret to being so young even though you're so old? Ei, sa küsid tema käes, kuidas mis sinu sinu saladus on, et sa you're going to hear it. Sit down, let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about my Savior. Let me tell you about my healer. Let me tell you about the one who's with me every day of my life. He's the one who's given me wisdom and joy. He's my strength every day. That's my grandpa. And I want to be like that too. Amen. So even when we're old, we can know that he forgives all our sins. And he heals all of our diseases. The same power. Same power. It heals us and he saves. He forgives us and he heals us. And now uh, there are, as, as we're talking about healing, there's different degrees of healing. And I think you know that. You know, there's there's the healing of the body. Just the way God created us, which is amazing. It's amazing. Uh, you know, it's just the natural healing process that is part of, of who we are. Uh, and, you know, that this all evolved is just, it's just the craziest thing to believe ever. You know, I like what David said as he looked at his body and he looked at everything that it does and he said, man, I am amazed, God, at your works. But we know the natural body heals itself. If you fall down and skin your knee, your body will heal. If, if you cut your finger, that cut will heal. If you, if you pull a muscle, over time that muscle will heal. Right? And so that, that's the natural bodily healing. Everything heals over time. But then there's God's divine healing. And this is a supernatural healing. Where God shows up and he boosts this process. He speeds up the process of the natural bodily healing. And it can become extremely supernatural. I mean, every time I've had an operation, I believed God for supernatural recovery. Now, I've only had two operations. But, but I mean, they were little. Nothing major. But I believed God that I'd recover quickly. Amen. 
And you might think, well, you're just going through the process. Yeah, but my process is faster than normal. I'm trusting God to heal my body. But there's sometimes that God will speed up that process so quickly that it almost looks instant. That, that you know, that he, he will make something seem like it was broken and now it is healed. And then there's the there's the, the miracles that God can do. And this goes beyond the natural healing process. But you know, if, if you have a bad heart, God can give you a new heart. Your heart won't heal. But God can give you a new one. And you could live a healthy life. I know somebody who God gave them a new heart. My dad had, had uh, God, God gave him a new liver. Yeah, those of you who know anything about livers, you know that they do not heal. They just, they just are. And my dad was an alcoholic. He drank and drank and drank and drank. And he drank to where he was almost dead. He was what we call a binge drinker. And when he would start drinking, he would drink for a week, ten days. You know, and, and you wouldn't see him. He just, he's out drunk. And then he'd come back and he'd promise everybody I'll never do it again. And then about a month later, he, he's gone again. And so uh, he destroyed his liver. And there was a time where, where, where he got to a place in his life that, you know, he didn't know God, but he thought, if God, if you're real, I need your help or I'm going to die. And uh, he was in a rehabilitation center because the, the, his friends saw that he was about to die, his liver was failing. He called out to God. Said God, if you were real, heal me. Only you can do this. And to make a long story short, uh, he felt the presence of God show up, and all of a sudden he felt strength return to his body. Strength came ja, back to his body. He went back into the rehabilitation center. And, and uh, he had the doctors check him out. And the doctor said, your liver is perfect. He said, even a casual drinker has done damage to their liver. He said, your liver is as, as if you've never taken a drink God gave him a brand new liver and he, he lived till he was 80. That's awesome. 
God can do anything. So God can speed up the healing process or God can do miracles. But there's different degrees, there's different levels of healing. And what we're talking about here today is divine healing. That, that you know, divine is, is just, that's a characteristic of God. And then healing is just the restoration process. It's like a renewal, yeah. And, and, and it's, it's like a, a process that we go through. And so when you have a godly healing process, that is something that is supernatural. Um, 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. This is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. It says, and his divine power has given us all that we need for, for a, a godly life and through our, our, who's given us everything that we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. Petrus teine kirja esimene peadi kolmas salm. Tema jumalik vägi on meile kinkinud kõik, mis on vajalik eluks ja vagaduseks tema tundmise kaudu, kes meid on kutsunud oma enese kirkuse ja väärikusega. His divine power tema jumalik vägi has given us all that we need. His divine power has given you everything you need for life. That means his divine power gives us health and healing. In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13 says, but Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law when he was hung on a cross and he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing. For it was written, cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. Galatasele 3.13 And Christus on meid seaduse needusest lahti ostnud, kui ta sai needuseks meie eest, sest on kirjutatud, needud on iga üks, kes puugilise lippub. So Christ Jesus has redeemed us. Jeesus on meid lunastanud. He became a curse for us. Tema sai needuseks meie eest. And so this means that, that he can do a miracle whenever he wants to. Seda on seda, et tema võib teha ime, et siis kui tema tahab. But it also means... Because we are redeemed, that we can go and we can receive from God anytime we need it. Because Jesus is our healer. We don't have to wait for, for God to show up and do something just, just as a miracle for us. But that we can go by faith to God and say, Jesus, you provided this and I receive it now. And God expects us to walk and to live by faith. God expects more out of a believer. God, the Bible says to, when you know more about him, there's going to be more required from you. Amen. God is going to require more from you. He's going to require some faith. He wants you to live a life of faith. Where day by day you're looking to him only. And so God, God is, a, is a miracle working God. He still does miracles. 
But he requires some faith for us. And we don't have to just wait around for, for something just to happen. This is what I love about the Christian, Christian walk. Is that we can go and we can receive any time what Jesus has already provided. But we know that God still does move in his sovereign will. You know, he still does things according to what he wants to do. When he wants to do it. And so God does move that way. But it is not the only way that God moves. Some people are just waiting for God to move when he wants. But we, we already know what the Bible says. That he did a big move when he sent Jesus. Jesus. He's already done so much. Now we just need to receive it. But there are times that God will show up and pour out his love just so people know I'm still God. And you might not know me, but I love you. And he will do this to encourage and to stir up people in their faith. Uh, go with me to John chapter 5. John chapter 5. Remember the, the story of Jesus where he walked up to this guy who was, who was at the pool of Bethesda. It was a, it was a, a hospital of the day, so, so to speak. And, and it's where people that were sick would come to recover. And the Bible says that Jesus walked into this place that was probably hundreds of, of sick people laying around. And we see that God moves through him in, in, in a very sovereign way. But here in John chapter 5, I want to start reading with verse 2. It says, one who had been there was an invalid for 18 years. From the second verse. Yeah. yeah. Right? Are you sure? Uh, not John, not Matthew, no? No, John. Am I in the wrong place? Huh? That's not right? Oh, that is right. You're reading something wrong. Oh, one who had been there an invalid for 18 years when Jesus was, yeah? When Jesus saw him lying there, verse 6, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been there in this condition for a long yeah. time, he asked him, do you want to get what? Yeah. Oh, I am reading from the fifth. You're right. Sorry. I'm reading from the fifth verse. Sorry. All right, let's, let's jump ahead to the fifth verse. Okay. Chunk, chunk. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in the condition a long time, he asked him, 
Do you want to get well? Kui Jeesus nägi teda seal lamamas ja sai teada, et ta on juba nii kaua aega haigal, on küsita temalt, kas sa tahad terveks saada. So Jesus must have been having a conversation with him, learned how long he would yeah, Jeesus seal arutas, rääkis selle haigaga juttu ja sai teada, kui kaua ta haigal on olnud. Found out what his problem was. Sai teada, mis vigadal oli. And then Jesus asked him a question. Ja siis Jeesus küsitama käs küsimuse. He said, well, uh, do you want to get well? Kuule, et terveks tahad saada. And look at what this guy, he didn't have any faith at all. He said, sir, I have no one to help me in the pool when the water is stirred and when I'm trying to get in, someone goes down ahead of me. And so what he's saying here is... I don't have faith to get healed. <laughs> I've got lots of excuses why. But I don't think I'm ever going to get healed. And look at what Jesus said in verse 8. And Jesus said, get up, pick up your mat and walk. How long did Jesus pray? He didn't pray. How long did Jesus talk to this man right now? About two seconds. He just spoke. And he said, now get up and walk. In verse 9, at once the man was cured and he picked up his mat and he walked. Now I want you to see in this story. We know it was not this man's faith. This man was not a great man of faith who believed Jesus for his healing. Jesus didn't walk away saying, I haven't found such great faith in all Israel. That's not not the story here. That's another story. In this story, Jesus had to almost beg him to be healed. And then he just commanded the guy to stand up and walk. <laughs> but listen, it wasn't the man's faith. And this healing, it wasn't just only Jesus' faith. If Jesus could have walked around and healed anybody with his own faith, he would have healed everybody, all the hundreds of people that were there waiting to be healed. So it it wasn't just Jesus' faith. And we know it wasn't the man's faith. This was the sovereign uh, power of God showing up to heal this man. This was God showing up, pouring out his love. So that people would know our Heavenly Father still heals And so Jesus, the Bible says, if we keep reading the story, that after Jesus talked to this man, it said that he disappeared into the crowd. He didn't say, okay, who's next? I'm ready to pray. <laughs> no, he said, get up and walk, and then he kind of disappeared. <laughs> yeah, and, and so, when, when this happened, <laughs> the, the Jewish leaders got really mad. <laughs> uh, and, and because uh, 
they didn't like it that somebody else was in more contact with God than they were. And they were always looking for an excuse to, to try to pull Jesus down. Listen, whenever God puts you in a position of, of, of uh, authority, whenever God puts you in a position where you can do some good, you better know there's going to be people that are going to try to pull you down. Just, just be aware of that. That the higher you go, the more people will try to pull you down. It doesn't mean that we don't want to go high. That should be our goal. But you just be aware when you do. There's going to be people that won't like it. And they're going to try to sabotage your journey. But anyway, these guys got mad at Jesus. And, uh, you know, they approached Jesus. Looking for a reason to be angry at him because this guy's healed. And the only thing they could come up with was... It's on the Sabbath. And we are not supposed to work on the Sabbath. And if Jesus is healing people, that means he's working on the Sabbath. Now we know Jesus didn't do an operation or nothing. He just told this guy to walk. And so they're stretching it. They're trying to stretch the law to catch Jesus. But look in verse 17, the same chapter, John 5. It says, and in his defense, Jesus said to them, my father is always working, and so am I. How many are thankful God doesn't take days off? Amen. Because in our worst day, when our worst trouble comes, the de- you know the devil would show up and say, this is probably God's day off. You're screwed. No, I, no he's not going to do that. Because God doesn't ever give a, get a day off. He's never going to stop working. He's standing for you. He's watching over you. He's protecting you, he's leading you, and he's guiding you. He's giving you all that you need to get through this life. That's his heart. He loves you that much that he's constantly looking. And then uh, verse 19 says, And Jesus explained, I tell you the truth, the, the, son of, or the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father is doing. And whatever the father does, the son does. And so Jesus' point is this. God is always working even when you're not working. You need a Sabbath to rest because you have a physical body. God doesn't need to rest. He doesn't have a physical body. 
Ära lasse saatanale kuidagi valetada endale, et ei, sina küll mitte. No, but, but there, there are times Aga on aegu. that God will show up and just do things even when there, there is no faith in the receiver. Kus Jumal ilmutab ennast, et hetkedes, kus ei ole inimest usuga. Um, yeah, I'm running out of time. I, I, I went, went to Russia, St. Petersburg, back in 1993. I took a, a long weekend, and, and I uh, went there, and there was a, uh, a, a like a crusade, a big meeting. And there was there was a meeting and I, there was a, maybe I don't know maybe a thousand people were there maybe more I'm not sure. But uh, I, I was there part of this this meeting I just wanted to see what was going on. Plus I'd never been to St. Petersburg so I thought it was a good idea. That's a long, another story I'll tell you that another time. But anyway. I was at this meeting and the person that was there recognized me. And so he said, you know, we're going to pray for, for uh, the sick. And, uh, you know, I see, you know, Barry's here and I want him to help me to pray. And said, so if you're sick or if you have something wrong, just, just come forward and, and we'll pray for you. And I think he asked maybe four or five other guys to help him to pray. And so I remember I was there and there's a, a group of little babushka ladies that were so cute they came r- running <laughs> over to me and you know so there's four or five of them standing there and then there was one little lady that came up and her hand was all withered up like this and she came up and, and you know I had an interpreter there and she said would you pray for me she said do you think God would heal me and I said well what is your problem and she said I can't use my hand you know I've worked my whole life in the garden I've done things around the house my whole life and now I can no longer use my hand and do you think God would heal me? And I said, I believe God will heal anybody. But let me pray for you. And so I just took her hand and I put it in my hand. And I began to pray. And I began to pray that the power of God would release that hand in Jesus' name. And I remember I felt her hand moving in my hand. 
And as I was praying for her, her hand just kind of opened up in my hand. And her eyes were really big. And so when we were done, I just said, well, God bless you. And I went to pray for a couple of the other ladies that were there. And I didn't really realize that that was such a big deal that her hand opened up. Because I, you know, I didn't know that she, I, I was going to pray for her hand, but I didn't know she couldn't do that. I just know that when I was done praying for her, her eyes were like this, and she was just like, oh, Jesus, Jesus, And I just thought she was just happy to be prayed for. I don't well, after the meeting, I went out to, to lunch, and then some, some people came up to me, and they said, that was amazing. And I said, well, I wasn't the one preaching. That was this guy. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. And they said, no, you prayed for the lady. And I said, yeah, I prayed for about five ladies. No, but the one with her hand. And I was like, oh, yeah, I prayed for her. And they said, don't you know that that was a miracle? I said, uh-uh. So it wasn't really my faith? I didn't really know what I was believing God for. And I know it wasn't this little woman's faith because she didn't know if God could heal her or not. But they said her hand had not opened up for years. And now she's going around telling everybody that Jesus is her healer and she's picking up coffee cups and she's doing all kinds of stuff. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so God will show up and his miraculous power will heal somebody even without their faith. Because he loves us so much. And you know what this little this little woman who had her hand released, you know what what what, what God used that to do? It stirred up the faith in everybody around her where they started believing God can do anything. Amen. And as, it wasn't me. It was God. Amen. And so the next day I got on the train and came back to Tallinn. But I kept asking about this, this lady and I guess she was just really bold about Jesus from that day forward. That she knew that, that she couldn't use her hand if it wasn't for the power of Jesus. This is the kind of stuff that God will do just because he loves us so much. He wants to show us how much he loves us. And stir up our faith to believe him to do anything. You know, and this was what Jesus came to do, to show us the will of the Father. He came to show us what God wants to do for everybody. And if God will do it for one person, he'll do it for anybody. You know, it says, the Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 9, 
that Jesus went through all the towns and villages teaching in their synagogues proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every sickness and disease. So my question is this. When is it God's will to heal? Always. Always. Never think, well, it's not God's will to heal me, not today. You know, I'm sure I've got sin in my life. He probably doesn't want to heal me. No, that's a lie. It's a lie of the devil. God always. Always. Jesus went around everywhere. Healing every disease. It wasn't that, okay, there were some people that Jesus just didn't even want to talk to. No, we see Jesus going and talking to the people that hated him the most. Jesus would go try to help the people that wanted to bring him down. But when they wouldn't listen, he would go to the people that would. And he continued to show the will of the Father over and over and over day after day and there was another story about Jesus in, in John chapter 9 John chapter 9 this was a man who was born blind that means he never saw anything. He was born blind. He's still blind. His hope looks like he'll probably die blind. But look here in John chapter 9 verse 4. This is Jesus talking. He said, as long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Because night is coming when no one can work. So again, Jesus is telling them, I'm doing the work of the one who sent me. I'm doing the will of the Father in heaven. And look here in verse 5. I'm sorry, verse, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, verse 5. It says, while I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. And after saying this, he spit on the ground and made some mud with saliva and he put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told them, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. And he sent the man and he went off and he washed and he came home Seeing. Now, when Jesus put that mud over his eyes, that man could have said, I don't feel any different. Right? All he's got is mud in his eyes. You know, he still can't see. He's still blind. He's been blind from birth. Jesus put mud in his eye. 
spit and put it on his eye. How many of you came forward for prayer and I spit and I put something on your face that you'd be like, dude, get away from it. So here, this, this guy, I mean, Jesus spits, puts mud on his eyes, and now go wash in, the, in a different place. Don't, don't wash here, go somewhere else. Now this guy, he's in, a, he's in a situation here where there's no physical change. He's just got mud on his eyes. And, and, and we, you know, for us, we need to find out in every situation what does the word say. What does the word say? This man heard the word speak, go wash in this particular pool. And you need to know, your faith action releases the power of God. Your faith action releases the power of God. Jesus gave this man an opportunity to walk by faith. It wasn't one of those get up your mat and walk. No, this was you're still blind. I put mud on your eyes. Now I want you to walk to a pool and I want you to wash your face there. He gave this man an opportunity to walk by faith. And to wash his eyes, this man was washing in faith. He's believing that when I wash this mud off of my eyes, I can see again. That took some faith. Actually, it took faith for him to walk to this pool. Right? As he's walking there, just the act of obedience shows that he had faith in Jesus. It showed that he was believing that, that this was going to, to be the power of God show up in his life. And we know that he, when he did that, he washed and he went home. See. And people that knew him before, they couldn't believe it. They were like, that can't be you. That you must, you must have had a twin brother, right? You're his twin brother that we didn't know about. If you read the story, that's what they were saying. Oh, this is somebody that just looks like him. It's not really him. Because everybody knows somebody who's born blind will never see. Well, the Pharisees, they went to question this man because they couldn't believe that, that Jesus could really heal him. And they were trying to accuse Jesus of being a sinner. They're saying he's a sinner and he's not from God. And, and look at what this man replied. In verse 25, it says, and he replied, whether this man is a sinner or not, I don't know. <laughs> but one thing I do know is that I was blind and now I can't see. 
I'm not his judge and I'm not going to say okay you'd say he's a sinner fine that's fine. Mina ole tema kohtu mõista sina ütled et on patune okei mis iganes. If you think he's a sinner great. Mõi sina arvad et on patune siis väga tore. I don't know about all that. Mina ei tea selle kohta. All I know. Na just mida mina tean. I've been blind my whole stinking life. Ma olen oma terve elu olnud pime. And now I can see. Ja nüüd ma näen. That's all I know. So I just mean the down. You know that should be your testimony. When somebody comes up and says, "Oh, you believe in God? That's just crazy." Where's your testimony? Where's your testimony? How could you waste your time and go to church? How could you believe in God? Oh, you're a Christian. Okay. How do you respond? Yeah, I know. Ah, yeah, I know. I try. No, I try. Or do you say something like this? All I know is, is my life used to be like this. And now I'm like this. And I'm going to serve God for the rest of my life because of everything he's done for me. You can believe what you want to believe. But I'm telling you, he's done miracles in my life. You might not believe this. But I know this is true. This is working in my life. Sit down and let me tell you about my Jesus, like my grandpa. You want to know why I believe? Do you have an hour of time that I can just speak to you a little bit? Do you have that kind of boldness? Do you have the boldness of this man where the leaders are saying... Yeah, that's, that man's a sinner and he's not of God. And you Sam say, hey man, all I know is, is he's my healer. I was blind and now I can see. And I thank God. He was praising God. He was thanking God. Amen. This needs to be part of your testimony. You need to be ready to answer for the questions to your faith. And so we can see in this story how God works. God gives us everything. And even though we don't understand it sometimes, we just need to take what he has given. I don't understand how God can bless me. But I've learned to receive what he has given. I'll take what he's provided. Because he's been so good to me. And I believe he'll continue to be good to me. He's been good to me to this point in my life. And I believe he's going to get even better. How many are with me? Amen. Let's believe God for better. Let's believe God for something more. God's not done with us yet. He wants to use us to be a big voice to everybody that knows us. And so we walk and we live by faith. And so God, he's, he's healing 
people still today. By the power of his word. And so what we need to do is we just need to receive it. So that we can enjoy it. But just because God has given healing to all. It does not mean that all will receive. It does not mean that all will enjoy. Do you realize that? His will is, is that everybody would receive it and enjoy it. Remember, he said, I did all this for you. Just take it. Choose life. Choose the life I've given you. It's up to you. That's what God has told us. And just because he's done it doesn't mean that everybody's going to take it. Remember what God uh, told to, to the children of Israel when they were... Uh, Walking away from Egypt. They were walking in the desert and, and God told them, you just trust me, I'll take care of you. And they got hungry and God sent them manna from heaven. And every day they would wake up in the morning and there would be this manna on the ground. And they would have to go out and they had to take it for themselves. And so... God provided it. But they still had to take it. They had to go out and get it. They, they could have stayed in their tent and made confessions of their faith. And they would have starved to death. There comes a point in your faith where you have to go out and take it. You have to go out and receive what it is that Jesus has provided. Remember God told them. I have given you the promised land. Everything that you need for your whole life will be there. It's wonderful. I've given it to you. It's yours. But that wasn't all he said. Then he said, go take it. God said, I've given it to you. Now go take it. And they didn't just walk in there and say, God said this is ours. They said, oh really? Okay, well we'll move. That's not how it happened. They had to take the land. And they, they had to fight. And they, they, they got a victory in Jericho and ten other cities. You know, it didn't come easy. Just because God gave it to them didn't mean it was just going to come to them. They had to go take it. And so what, why do you think in your life that you could just sit at home and just believe God and God will give you everything that you need? 
No, you got to go take it. You got to. Hey, mina meie võtmesele. There's some things that you need to take steps of faith. On asju, mina suunas, sul on vaja võtta usu samme. You need to take some action. Ja sul on vaja tegutseda selle Before suhtes. you're going to receive anything. Inne, kui sa saad midagi vastutata. You can't sit at home and never work and say, well, God's going to meet my needs. Sa ei saa istuda kodus, mitte midagi teha ja oskuda, et Jumal, Jumal, Jumal teida kõik minu vajadus. No, you go get a job. Ei, sul on vaja töökohta ka. And believe God's going to meet my needs through this job. Ei oskuda, et Jumal teida kõik sinu vajadusest selle tööko well, you know, nobody will pay me what I'm worth. I'm not going to work at McDonald's. They don't pay me what I'm worth. So I'll just sit at home and do nothing. That's stupid. Well, I believe God. That's just stupid. I'm telling you, you're stupid. If that's the only job you could get, go take that job. Kui see on ainus töökoht, mille sa võid saada, siis mine võtta see töökoht. Until another or better job opens up Kuni for you. Kui järgmine või parem töökoht ilmutab ennast sulle. Amen. Take what is available. Võtta see, mis on kätte saadab. Take some steps of faith and believe God is going to use me and God is going to provide for me. Ja võtta usu samme selleks, et liikud selles suunas, et sa tead, et, et Jumal varustab siin veel paremel tööhaal. You can't just sit at home and pray God supply all my needs and do nothing. Sa ei saa istuda kodus, teha mitte midagi ja uskuda, et Jumal teedab kõik sinu majadusel. You got to take some steps. Sa pead võtma usu samme, sa pead tegema midagi. And believe that God will lead you to bigger and better and more. Jumal saab sa siin juhtida ja suunata parematesse ja suurematesse paikadesse. And, and so we, God supplies supernaturally for us. Ja Jumal varustab üle loomulikult meid. But listen, you still need to take it. Aga kuula, sa pead ikkagi minema ja võtma selle. And God has provided healing for you. Ja Jumal on annud meile tervise. And sometimes you got to take it with the hand of faith. You got to reach out and say, I, I, I believe this is mine right now. Ja minema ja võtma selle usu, usu sammu, et vastu võtta see, jää Jumal, mul on täielikult terve praegu. God has already given it. I'm going to take it. Jumal on mulle juba annud tervise ja mina lähen lihtsalt võtta but you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to have it until you do. Jesus paid for redemption for every child of God. He paid for our deliverance. He paid for our prosperity and our wisdom. Prosperity. Wisdom. Healing. It's all been paid for. We just need to take it. Well, I believe God will give me wisdom. Then need to take some steps that are wise. Right? Trust God that he'll show up and help you. And this is available for us all. You know, but many people, they're, they're not enjoying anything that God has given There's some Christians that don't don't receive anything that God has provided through Jesus. Don't let that be you. Amen. Don't be the person that just says, well, Jesus died and did all that for me, but uh I'll wait till I get to heaven. You know, when I get to heaven, then I'll have it all. No, Jesus said, it's yours right now. Just take it. Believe Believe And take it. Receive it. Receive it by faith. You know, what he did, what he's already given is amazing. But you've got to believe that the, the word is true. Don't give yourself excuses. Well, in my case... Alright, stop. You've got to believe God. Or you're not going to have it. Stop giving yourself the excuses. 
Remember what the Bible said in Isaiah 53? Isaiah 53 and 4 and 5 out of the New Living Translation? It says, yet it was our weakness that he carried, which is our sickness, and it was our sorrows that weighed him down, our diseases. And, and though we thought it was, uh, that it was his troubles that were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. He was pierced for our rebellion, but he was crushed for our sin, and he was beaten so that we could be whole, and he was whipped so that we could be healed. So it's saying here, if you're just looking at it from the outside, it looks like he's receiving punishment for himself. But you need to know he was not punished for himself. He was not whipped for his own mistakes. But he was punished for us. He was whipped so that we could be healed. The Bible tells us in, in uh, Peter chapter 2, 1 Peter chapter 2, in verse 24, it says, and by his wounds, you've been healed. Hallelujah. Amen. He already did it. He doesn't have to come do anything else for you to get healing. He's already provided it. It's yours, now you just need to believe him and receive it. Make it in your heart to where you know that you know that you know. Jesus carried these things so that we don't have to. Jesus has given you health and he has given you healing. You just need to take it. You just need to say this sickness is not mine. Because Jesus is my healer. Sickness might be attacking your body. You might have symptoms. But it's not, it doesn't belong to you. You stand against that. And say, no, this is not my... I, I, I healing By faith we receive from God. And so, so uh, you know, I, I want you to live a healthy life. I want you to, to be healed if you need healing in your body. But we have got to get to a place where we trust that God can do anything. God can do anything. Amen. He can heal you from anything. And all he requires from you is faith. And, and uh, you know, again, in James chapter 4, we've already read this today. But it says at the end of that, you don't have because you don't ask God. You don't have because you don't ask. Man, I'm telling you, if you need if you need health in your body, you need to ask. And you need to ask in faith. You need to ask from the bottom of your heart. 
And then don't, don't just sit back and wait for God to do something. You need to take some steps of faith and you need to go and get it. God expects us to do something. God expects us to ask. God expects us to take what Jesus has provided. Healing is ours. The word has become flesh to show us that the, the, the God's will is to heal all. God's will is to heal you. And God has given health and healing to all who would believe. And so all he requires of us is faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing about what Jesus has done. Until you know for sure this is mine this is what Jesus did for me that's why I said earlier read this like a letter to you from God not just what God did for somebody else but look at what God can do for you and so again this is our choice God has already given you everything that you need and it is our choice to have faith and to receive healing it's our choice to take what has been given and I believe as you put these truths that we have learned for these eight weeks as you put these things into practice that your life will become more stable that you're going to see more and more of the healing power of God in your body that you're going to walk more healthy day by day and that you could believe that God God's word is speaking to you into your situation. And that God's word is over every situation. And as we learn to, to live this way, then we're going to leave behind the old way. And we're going to receive this new life that Jesus provided. He's the word that God has sent to heal you. And he didn't just heal you, he forgives you. He forgives you of all your sin. And he heals you of all your disease. All he wants from you is just to believe that. And to receive that from him today. Would you stand on your feet with me? I want you to learn to believe God daily to be your healer. Because he loves you so much. You know, and there might be somebody here that you're having trouble in your body. You might be having some symptoms. Maybe you have some sickness in your body this morning. I want you to know that is not yours. That doesn't belong to you. Jesus has already paid a price for that so that you can be healed that you could be whole in your body and God can speed up the healing process or God could do a miracle what is it that you need God can do it God can do it 
and whether you just need the healing process to go quicker that your body would fight that virus in a supernaturally quick way or if you need something like this man that got mud in his eye maybe you need a miracle in your body God can do that for you because he loves you so much he puts you here to hear this message so that you could receive from him today and if that is you if you're here and you're fighting something in your body this morning I want to pray for you because I believe by hearing the word of God that you have faith right now in your heart to be healed I believe that I believe that the healing power of God is here in this place I believe that and if you need healing in your body I'm going to ask that you would come to the front I want to pray for you